A deadly chokehold on the subway. A deadly chokehold. On May 1, a white man riding the F train in Manhattan put a black passenger in a chokehold. The latter had been screaming about how he didn't have anything to eat or drink, according to a witness who spoke with multiple media outlets and who said there was no physical provocation prior to the incident. That witness also filmed a nearly four-minute video that shows the black man flailing his arms and legs before he eventually goes still and another person turns his limp body on its side. Police say officers who arrived at the Broadway, Lafayette Street subway station were unable to revive the man, and doctors pronounced him dead at a hospital in Greenwich Village. The video sparked immediate outrage online, where people shared photos of the dead man, identified as 30-year-old Jordan Neely, and decried the violent response to someone who appeared to be in crisis. Since then, news outlets identified the man who choked Neely as 24-year-old Daniel Penny, a former Marine. Ten days after the killing, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office announced that Penny will be arrested on a charge of manslaughter in the second degree and arraigned on Friday. Here, everything we know about the incident so far. Footage shows Neely struggling for his life. Bystanders said Neely was acting in a hostile and erratic manner on the subway, according to the New York Times. Sources also told the Post that Neely threw his jacket to the ground and passengers began moving away. He started screaming in an aggressive manner, a witness told the Post. He said he had no food, he had no drink, that he was tired and doesn't care if he goes to jail. But it doesn't appear that he physically threatened or assaulted anyone before the former Marine grabbed him from behind and the situation escalated. The video, shot by freelance journalist Juan Alberto Bosques, shows Neely trying to escape the chokehold for two minutes before his body stops moving. Two other subway riders appear to hold Neely down for another full minute while one onlooker can be heard saying, you're gonna kill him now. One of the men shown holding on to Neely says, he's not squeezing no more, and shortly after turns Neely on his back. He then moves Neely's limp body on its side after another bystander says, he might choke on his own spit. He moved his arms, but he couldn't express anything, Bosques told the Post. Then suddenly he just stopped moving. He was out of strength. On Facebook, Bosques said the chokehold lasted 15 minutes and that the situation reminded him of George Floyd's murder. Neely was a subway busker and struggled with his mental health. Neely at one point buskied in the subway as a Michael Jackson impersonator. In one video shared on Twitter, he wears a gold-embroidered leather jacket and moonwalks to Billie Jean. When reached by the New York Daily News, Neely's father remembered showing him the Jackson 5 on TV and said his son was great at emulating the singer. A neighbor agreed, telling the Daily News, hell, yeah he was good. He had the moves. The moonwalk. He was always happy doing it. The neighbor said performing gave Neely confidence and likely helped him cope with mental health issues. He wasn't violent, the neighbor continued. He was more a don't-look-at-me type of person. Anxiety Jordan Neely's murder and this anti-black violence is a direct result of cop mayor Eric Adams and his crime wave-induced panic. Jordan Neely's life mattered and he deserved to live. Rip.
https colon slash slash t dot co slash jqtlwb7z pic dot twitter dot com slash four zero o three frxsh People's City Council, Los Angeles, at PPLS City Council, May 3, 2023. This was Jordan Neely, a hungry New Yorker choked to death by a grinning Marine who is being celebrated as a hero by NYPD and press. His offense? Aggressive speech, throwing his jacket on the ground and asking for food and water. PIC.twitter.com slash F3RRJ30RQL. Rafael Shimunov at Rafael Shimunov, May 3, 2023. Neely was unhoused and had a history of mental illness, according to tabloid reports. He reportedly has a criminal record that includes 40 arrests and an active assault charge. Neely also experienced tragedy at a young age. When he was 14, his mother was found dead on the side of a highway in the Bronx. A former boyfriend was later convicted of strangling her and Neely testified at the trial that the couple often fought, according to the Daily News. In the interview, Neely's father expressed shock that his son met a similar fate. His mom died, she got killed too, he told the newspaper. And now him? By somebody else? I don't know what to say. Penny is expected to face a manslaughter charge. Media reports say Penny served in the Marine Corps from 2017 to 2021, rising from infantryman to sergeant, and is from West Islip, Long Island. Most recently, he worked in customer service at a surf shop and was looking for bartending jobs in New York. Officers questioned and released him shortly after the incident without any charges. The city medical examiner later ruled the death a homicide and the Manhattan DA's office confirmed that it is charging Penny with manslaughter. We cannot provide any additional information until he has been arraigned in Manhattan criminal court, a spokesperson said in a statement to the New York Times, which is expected on Friday. According to The Post, Penny has hired attorney Thomas Kenneth, who lost the race for Manhattan DA in 2021. Kenneth did not respond to the cut's request for comment, but his firm released a statement on behalf of his client. Mr. Neely had a documented history of violent and erratic behavior, the apparent result of ongoing and untreated mental illness, the statement read. When Mr. Neely began aggressively threatening Daniel Penny and the other passengers, Daniel, with the help of others, acted to protect themselves until help arrived. Daniel never intended to harm Mr. Neely and could not have foreseen his untimely death. A few days later, lawyers for Neely's family issued a damning response. Daniel Penny's press release is not an apology nor an expression of regret, the statement read. It is character assassination and a clear example of why he believed he was entitled to take Jordan's life. They add that Penny acted with indifference and never attempted to help Neely at all. The statement ends with a direct appeal to the city's mayor, Mayor Eric Adams, please give us a call. The family wants you to know that Jordan matters. You seem to think others are more important than him. You cannot assist someone with a chokehold. A former prosecutor told CBS that self-defense could be a tough legal argument if Neely wasn't threatening other people's lives. Was there another way to subdue this person besides getting him into a chokehold? When the Post and Daily News reached out to the man, he responded, I appreciate it, but I'm not answering any questions. Neely's death quickly became a flashpoint on social media.
Many social media users are outraged by the fact that nobody intervened in the killing. Others have lambasted media coverage that demonizes Neely. The Post, for example, referred to Neely as a vagrant and an unhinged man while calling the former Marine a straphanger. One lawyer tweeted that the media is making it seem as if Neely just passively died and this 24-year-old hero had been restraining him and saving people from having to deal with the crazy man. Neely's death is bound to be politicized in a city where crime and the housing crisis have become lightning rod issues. While some New Yorkers want a bigger police presence in the subways, others are pointing fingers at a city that doesn't take care of its most vulnerable. Rather than beef up social services, Mayor Eric Adams has dismantled homeless encampments and launched a program to involuntarily hospitalize people struggling with mental illness. Adams released an initial statement acknowledging the mental health issues at play in Neely's death while touting his administration's record investments in providing care to those who need it and getting people off the streets and the subways and out of dangerous situations. Any loss of life is tragic, he said in the statement. There's a lot we don't know about what happened here, so I'm going to refrain from commenting further. Nearly a week later, he issued a sharper condemnation. One of our own is dead, he said in a press conference. A black man, black like me. A man named Jordan, a name I gave my son. He added, one thing we know for sure, Jordan Neely did not deserve to die. Other politicians have weighed in as well, like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who tweeted, Jordan Neely was murdered. But B.C. Jordan was houseless and crying for food in a time when the city is raising rents and stripping services to militarize itself while many in power demonize the poor, the murderer gets protected with passive headlines plus no charges. It's disgusting. Governor Kathy Hochul is getting blowback for making an ambiguous statement that some say, appears, to blame Neely for his death. People who are homeless in our subways, many of them in the throes of mental health episodes, and that's what I believe were some of the factors involved here. There's consequences for behavior. I will look at it more closely to find out whether the state has a role. Many New Yorkers are angry and in mourning. Last Wednesday, roughly 50 protesters chanted Neely's name at the subway station where he died. There were flowers on the pavement, and someone had scrawled, Who killed Jordan Neely? On the tiled wall. Protests continued over the weekend, with demonstrators marching through Manhattan and, at one point, blocking the subway tracks at the Lexington Avenue, 63 RD Street subway station. At least three protesters were arrested. Thank <laughs> you.